0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Wrong. You heard it here first, Going In Wrong.
1: Hey friend-o, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Wrong News Brief Weekend Edition, woo! Woo. Larson, I see that you are once again on the ground taking risks with your life with this virus thing and yet you're there.
2: Not only am I traveling the country in this instance, I'm traveling through time. This has gotta be 1996, maybe 1997 of course.
1: War Games. War Games.
2: And, of course, AEW had their own version of the match beyond. War Games planned for next week called Blood and Guts. Yeah. However, uh, via a statement posted on AEW's Twitter account, Tony Khan says uh, the match as advertised won't be happening next week as advertised. Oh dear! Here is what Tony had to say. Quote, our goal every week with AEW Dynamite on TNT is produce great shows for our fans. We believe we do. I agree with you, Tony. Hey, you I agree with you, Tony. Shows. Absolutely. Uh, We felt especially motivated to serve our audience past Wednesday night, given that what the entire world was coping with, sorry, is coping with, and hopefully we gave them a well-deserved escape during these trying times. Everyone at AEW was very proud of what we delivered and humbled by the response and the kindness words we received from fans and partners throughout the world. Thank you. We plan to continue answering that calling with live weekly shows every Wednesday night on TNT, but the time and circumstances aren't right for the card we'd planned next week for Blood and Guts. That show will happen when the time is right. But what you can count on instead, this coming Wednesday night, is a great live episode of AEW Dynamite featuring Chris Jericho confronting Matt Hardy face-to-face, one-on-one, for the first time ever, and a tremendous night of wrestling action.
1: This isn't terribly surprising, and I love that he's so upfront about it. This is one of the things that AEW, I think, seemingly is more... Uh, more apt to do they're they're a lot more transparent with their yes. fans or at there least, least they're, seems they're... to be
2: no resentment from the company towards their fan base like we often see with WWE.
1: Well they're they're really good at at the very least giving the perception and I, I I give them the benefit of the doubt that it's probably true that yeah they you know they understand the fans sort of brought them to the dance and, and mm-hmm. they they want to do right by their fans and they look at mm-hmm. their thing and they, they understand that you know Tony Khan and Cody that they understand that hey, we can put this off and explain it to our fans and not really risk a backlash. On top of that, they're they're a private company. They don't they don't have to answer to shareholders. They don't have to worry about their stock price tanking. And so uh, I mean I understand how the WWE they you know they they operate with an overabundance of caution, uh, sometimes to their detriment.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: AEW they understand that. They can they can write this into the story, you know. Yeah. It's like they yeah. can have their wrestlers say, "Hey, you know, uh, did you hear? Like, it's it's been put off, or we put it off, or whatever," and not risk any backlash and still put endeavor to put on a really fun show. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that this blood and guts thing, the reason it's being postponed is because they want to have it in front of a bunch of fans. I'm assuming could that's be. the reason. Could be, could be. Yeah,
2: um, I don't know if you know. Especially here's another thing to consider is if they have to have the show, or if they're going to have the show at Daly's place again. I don't know if there's room on what essentially the floor, the pit area of that amphitheater to accommodate two rings plus a cage. I just don't know if there is. I don't know if there's a, a means by which they can suspend the cage above the ring and then bring it down when the time is right to have the match. I don't know if that, that those options present themselves whatsoever at that particular venue.
1: Well, it, not, not just the venue, but the number of people that would add to the production aspect. of yeah. that. That's something yeah. that, that I, I... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because you would have thought that before they started talking about the next Dynamite... They would have understood the logistics of it. But I mean, this is all new. I mean, there's a lot of moving exactly. pieces. Maybe they, they got into it and they're like, man, this is going to be a bit more. And maybe on top of that, maybe they don't want to test the limits of what the city of Jacksonville would be. You know, they they probably want to make sure that the city of Jacksonville is pretty happy yeah. allowing them to do this. So yeah. there's any number of reasons why well, this also, could be. Well, also
2: last week on Dynamite, I know they did talk about blood and guts, but the, the, the tease for next week, if I remember correctly, they didn't advertise the Blood and Guts match. It was Wardlow versus Luchasaurus and the a Lumberjack match and a couple other matches, but I don't believe in that rundown of what to expect the following week they actually mentioned Blood and Guts.
1: Oh, I think they I think they did. I mean it was mentioned during
2: the show. Yeah. But in terms of the tease for what to expect the following week I don't remember them saying it.
1: Oh, because I mean, this so statement, obviously, they, they were expecting to do blood and guts this week. Yeah,
2: I think they, there was a certain level of expectation that they would they would hope it was happened. But I just don't remember them. Let me double check. Really hammering home last week. Oh, blood and guts is for sure happening. Um, well, nobody
1: said next week. Everybody. Was oh, sorry. I was, I'm incorrect. Yeah, they didn't they advertise it. They made yeah, a point to say everybody was, was saying All the next dynamite. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, my bad. Um, no, there, there's a lot going on. Anyways, uh, there's so a lot yeah. going on. But no, there, there's there's plenty that they can do. Um, and like you said, they've got Jericho facing off against Matt Hardy. Dude, that's that's a selling point for me just alone. Yep. Uh, and in fact, they did have a face-to-face one-on-one podcast. Oh, look at that segue! Uh, yeah, and uh, and there, the podcast evidently. I look, I got to sketch out some time. There's there's a lot going on in terms of content, man. The dark side of the ring with Chris the Chris Benoit one mm-hmm. is up on YouTube. At least the first part is. Maybe the second part is too. Um, and even if it's not, it's debuting on uh, this uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Right? Uh There's a lot that's available to watch these days uh, or listen to in the podcast realm.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, we had some some cool info coming out or some interesting, not surprising info coming out from this. It's like the least surprising. It pretty much validates everything we've heard. This Talk is Jericho episode with Matt Hardy. uh, And uh, surprise, surprise, uh, Vince didn't get the broken Matt Hardy stuff. Uh, He spoke about a screening of the ultimate deletion during his appearance on Talk is Jericho and said the following about what Vince had to say after he saw the segment for the first time. And this transcript is coming to us from Sportskeeda. Uh, Quote, he watched it in the production meeting and a few people in there had watched it already after it was over. It ended and everybody clapped and stood up and he was kind of looking around and he told a couple of people, I don't get it. I just I don't get it. If it does good, if it does a number, then I'm truly out of touch. I think he said that is what Matt Hardy said about. That's
2: that. interesting. I wonder I wonder if, uh, the, the tone of his voice if, if he said, well, I'm truly out of touch. If it was a situation where he was kind of poking fun at himself, given the the the, the idea from uh, wrestling fans that he is out of touch, if someone's self deprecating than
1: an actual moment of self reflection of that. Yeah, I would think
2: it'd be at. more self deprecating than <laughs> actual genuine moment of self reflection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess they're all right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably, but not not terribly surprising. And uh, hey, you know what though? At least he, at least Vince was open minded enough to give us that one mm-hmm. ultimate deletion with Bray Wyatt. I thought that was actually a lot of fun. And it was, was tons like, of fun. Yeah, we were both sad they didn't do more of it. But hey, if we want more of it, chance are we're gonna get a whole lot of it more in uh, in AEW. It, it really I think is. You're right. It really is neat how they are taking things that you know that we've seen that we've enjoyed that we know at WWE it's not on the same page as them and they're 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 going to go about it in a way that's going to I think please a lot of people yeah so that's
2: really I think cool. so too I think so too uh, It it's also interesting uh, of note in Matt Hardy's interview with uh, Chris Jericho is talk about his departure from WWE and and you know it, we'd heard it all came down to creative but he had an interesting statement, more or less saying, yeah, if Triple H was the one in charge, maybe I could have got a little more leeway creatively.
1: Well, no, it was very... He talks also about, I saw this as well, that he talked about uh, his last day there, how they had that scheduled and advertised. Uh, what was it, like a hardcore match or last it's man Like stand. a la-
2: street fight or last man standing or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, something like that match against Randy Orton. And then it was scrapped at the last second because Vince literally on the day that it was supposed to go down He didn't know. He had asked Matt Hardy, hey, are you going to resign? And Matt Hardy was he was saying, you're not giving me the creative that I want, you know, the 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 flexibility and the freedom that I want. So probably not. And then and so Vince was like in a production meeting and Heyman was there and he and he said, I don't think I want to have this match if he's not going to re-sign thinking on that day he might still re-sign mm-hmm. so Heyman had to go run down Matt Hardy and say dude tell me straight up are you going to re-sign or no he's like I'm, they're not giving me what I want so I don't think so mm-hmm. and so they scrapped the match instead I mean I thought that they still I'll put it this way I'm, I'm still surprised if the idea was if the idea was he's going to AEW he's going somewhere else We don't want him to make, we don't want him to look good why even use him? I would think that yeah, because no. I thought that the way they used him in that last segment, I thought that was really good.
2: Yeah, and that's what that's what he said too. is was, was that was the intention? He's gonna be written off with that concerto, and he comes back the next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: I don't know. Yeah, I thought he I thought he looked tough. I thought he had grit, and uh, I thought they used him pretty good. Yeah. Even though they didn't have the match, I'll be honest. With you, I think I, I like I preferred how they used him as opposed to having an actual match. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I don't know. That's just it's interesting. It's interesting stuff. That it is.
2: That it is. Uh, other interesting stuff, an update, update potentially on NXT Japan. This comes to us from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Quote, in Japan, there is more concern about WWE coming in with an NXT outpost than ever before. The feeling is that every company is weakened economically, and WWE with its guaranteed TV money isn't hurt nearly as bad. This was an unforeseen situation, but from a timing standpoint, if the move is made later this year, WWE has a better chance at getting a higher level of Japanese
1: talent so they're kind of freaked out about nxt coming in to their territory um that's pretty interesting yeah um yeah that's uh that, that's interesting stuff i mean we might see some of our if, if that's the case we might see some of our favorite names from new japan pro wrestling or all japan pro wrestling name one name from all japan pro wrestling larson i
2: knew you're gonna put me on the spot because i was about to ask you the same question
1: i got one jr kratos baby Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I know that much. <laughs> oh man. Oh gosh. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that that's and we'll see how that happens. I mean, the, the way yeah. the, they 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 used the way they went about the UK obviously is a lot different in, than in this situation. But yes. something tells me they're going to be dragging ass on this also. So probably yeah. that seems to be their mo. Yeah, pretty much. They just WWE. Wait and wait and wait and, and and second guess and second guess and yeah, second guess and, indecisive and more indecisiveness. And, it you know it's interesting though with Matt going back to the Matt Hardy thing to, to hear him say you know if Triple H was in charge I'd probably still be there. I well I, he at least said he'd probably be more receptive to Matt Hardy's creative ideas. He yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah sure he would
2: still be there.
1: But. I wonder how much that is the prevailing sentiment in the wrestling industry in general. I wonder if once Vince leaves, dies, retires, whatever. If there will be a sea change in terms of wrestlers saying, oh, man, it's like a restart button on the WWE. Not only do they have tons of cash, they have a guy who has, you know, developed some names in ways that have been really compelling through NXT. And then Mm -hmm. we all see what happens when they go to Maine under Vince. I wonder if that's going to be a a big, big, big difference. I mean, I think a lot of things are going to change when Vince goes.
2: Oh, I think that's that's got to
1: be you got to think that's got to be a big one, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm So anyways. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks, uh, everybody, for joining us. We definitely appreciate our Smackdown review is currently available on the channel. Uh, Tomorrow we got a brand new 10 for the win, which I'm almost done uh, editing. And uh, and yeah, uh, everybody stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Thanks for watching. Stay home. Stay Stay home, everybody. Like we are Uh, or well, like I am, of course. Uh we this is necessary that Larson's out on the Wait, road. Hold on, close your eyes. Okay. Everybody close your eyes. Okay. Close your eyes. Okay. Alright, open them. Hey, <laughs> I saw that. I'm back. Teleportation people. If you totally raw safe. gate technology, if you don't have it, don't use it. Alright. Anyways, thanks for watching until next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye.